Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Jambo, everyone, and thank you once again for tuning into Radio Harambe. I am Dave McBride, broadcasting from the Radio Harambe studios, and joining me today in studio, Safari Mike. Mike, you're back home. Jumbo, Dave, how are you? Yes, I am. I'm doing, I'm doing okay. I mean, we're, uh, you know, we're just uh, plugging along here. I, now, I heard a vicious rumor Yeah, that you may be traveling to the land of Walt. Yeah, yeah, this this week we're going out to California. I haven't decided yet whether or not I'm going to Disneyland. Have you been... What? What? How could you possibly go past Las Vegas and not go to Disneyland at some point in time? Well, uh, the California's a big state. Yes, I know, but there's Disneyland there. How could you not... Have you ever been to Disneyland? No. Uh, but you're going. They don't have animals. <laughs> Anyway, uh, it has been a while since we discussed the news, and uh, we do have some big stuff to talk about. Um, Mike, uh, the start of the new era is Memorial Day weekend of this year. Mm -hmm. Um, The silly half-day park stuff. And even the uh, sillier excuses that Disney used to give us as to why they had to close the Animal Kingdom early uh, are finally all coming to an end. Uh, This Memorial Day weekend, just a couple weeks away, and it all begins Friday, May 27th. That's when the Animal Kingdom will remain open until 11 p.m. and sort of signaling a new era for the park. Um, uh, You know, turn the page on the old and bring in the new Animal Kingdom. Part of all this we discussed last time was the bad news that really when last we spoke, we had just received news that the Rivers of Light was not um, postponed. Correct. Was postponed. We didn't know why. We didn't know what that meant. We didn't know what it meant for everything else. And then a couple of weeks later, we found out that that it that the opening of this nighttime slate of stuff was more important than just the Rivers of Light. Mm -hmm. So now we know that come Memorial Day, we have a full evening slate of stuff at the Animal Kingdom. That will not include Rivers of Light, as we mentioned, but but we have a lot of other stuff to include. (laughs) Now, before we begin discussing this, because this is obviously the main driver of all this, you know, of this entire episode, is to discuss this Memorial Day weekend and and this summer, really. Um, I just wanted to mention, obviously, that some of this stuff we've talked about before, but I just thought for the... For the sake of this conversation, it was probably best to go it all, go over it all again. Um, some of the things that we're gonna have, because inside of these of the information I'm gonna give you, is little nuggets here and there of news. We right. may, we may not have you know it, it may we we all knew the sunset Kilimanjaro safari, for instance, was starting. But we now na- well, that was happening. We didn't know it was happening on Memorial Day weekend, but we also now have seen some video footage. Oh yeah, they, of they it. showed they right. They personally released it. And yeah, they was did. a bunch of people who yep. uh, were on it. So let's start there, okay? Because um, that's the big one. That's the one that had me jumping up and down. Because I think also, as we discussed last time, uh, I'll be going down to the parks in early June, and we were very and Mike in August. But uh, I really thought in June that it was going to be in jeopardy whether or not I'd get a chance to see this. Yeah, at least you got everything but... I got everything but Rivers of Light. Yeah, and so... Uh, and, and you got the interim show, which we'll talk about later. But Right. Um, but we now have video of the Sunset Safari. Uh, and wow, it looks impressive. <laughs> they it did does. It. It's very much like um, months ago we talked about the Night Safari at... Uh, the, I guess it's the Singapore Zoo does a night safari. It's very, it looks very similar to that. Really? Yeah. In terms of the lighting structure. Yeah. The, I, the way it, they have it lit up. It's it. 
for those who haven't seen it, you, you can find it all over the place. Sure. Just 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 Google it, and you'll find it. I, it's I think it's actually called Sunset Kilimanjaro Safaris or something. I think they're I calling it sunset, sunset d- right. despite the time. Right. Even if it's at eleven o'clock at night. Well, the idea is that it's perpetual sunset. Right. So you're seeing the animals right. in sunset. Um, it doesn't really look like so it looks a little bit later than sunset, but that's okay. Now, have we been able to determine now precisely what the track is going to be, the route? Or precisely, no. But I have no reason to to dispute what I knew beforehand. Okay, which, which is was where... that it's going to cut off. Right after you go through the big savanna with the giraffe and all that kind of stuff, that wasn't a giraffe you just heard, by right. the way. Um, when you get to Monkey Island and the mandrills, you'll turn there. You can make yeah. a right that kind of goes over the hill by the, you know, the structure where they right. built Wild Africa Trek, and down to the where the elephants are. Okay, that's my understanding. Right, so so you're going to cut off some of it, and apparently, and from what we've seen, you're going to make some more stops, um, and some longer stops, because you're going to have to do some searching. It's a little bit harder to search. Uh, we've seen the dogs, the African painted dogs, yes. is that what they call them? Um, or, they're called or, either wild hunting dogs or painted dogs. And they're Those switching the with hyenas, but it looks like they're at night, the dogs. Uh, well, at least this one video has that. Right, right yeah, okay, correct. but that may change. Um Let's see. We've discussed the orange glow and all this kind of stuff. There've already been some I didn't previews. See too much of an orange glow. Yeah, the there's a few spots yeah, right. where you see it and it, and the way it's done. Um, I think it's it's classy. It's done. I like it. It's done at really least, well. At least from the video that they showed. Well, right. It looks looks cool. So that's gonna start on um, Memorial Day weekend, and for those who are really um, interested in it. Uh, the the park's blog was telling us that we wouldn't really get fast pass information until later on in May, but but I um, refreshed my Disney Experience app about every two hours from the minute they announced that this was happening on Memorial Day weekend. I did it probably about six times a day just yeah. to see, and finally it's there now. Yeah, there was a few people on Twitter saying you could finally do it. Yeah, um, now. All I the the weird thing about the fast pass thing mm-hmm. was that I I could get late late night for that and for Cali River Rapids right um, which we'll discuss that later but um I could well we can discuss it now uh, Cali is obviously being added to the nighttime thing um, there's some conflicting information with that but anyway to, just to finish my story I couldn't get nighttime passes for. Everest. That's weird. After eight o'clock, so this may still be fluid. Yeah, uh, and I would make sure to check on your fast passes as much as possible because they do have a tendency to disappear arbitrarily from from your Disney experience. Yeah, That's and, happened to us before. And I have a feeling, speaking of fluid, once we start getting into the groove here of the shows, you know, Everest might be a good time to go. While those shows are going, and you know, right, that kind of right, stuff. right, right, right. Well, um, not right when it ends because everybody's going to get out of there, and it's going right. to, yeah. There's there's going to be some tricks to the trade when it comes to this. The other sort of um, older thing that's being updated, I guess, to some, which I just mentioned, was Cali River Rapids. It's now part of the nighttime attraction. The weird thing is that, as far as Mike and I both know, there's no change in any of the directions or anything like that um, for for the for Cali, but there's a weird quote in the official... Okay. It says, uh, quote, At sundown, Cali River Rapids at Disney's Animal Kingdom will reveal more mysterious and twists and turns throughout the rainforest with dramatic and drenching fun. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means, but I guess it just means they're adding more... The thing will run more than it normally does. Run I don't night. know. I mean, although one thing I could say is it'll be a cool ride at in, night. Right in the dark, <laughs> it'll be you're a really cool able ride to night. see where you're going. It'll be. It'll, I think it'll be more thrilling in the dark. Yeah. Oh, I, I made fast passes. Drop. That, you know, the big drop is in the you know pitch yeah. black and all that kind of stuff. I made fast passes for it. I realize I'm, I'm going I think down the jungle lit up in strange yeah, ways. That'll maybe. be great. Yeah. yeah. I, I realize I'm going down there with my wife, and I know she. I will be riding this alone, but I have to try it at night because they just, don't do a single rider line for that. They though. don't, but yeah. I have a fast pass, so now I'm fine and good to go. Uh, so let's get along to the new stuff. Sure. Um, and the biggest new thing was this. This just came out of left field too. <laughs> uh, they're going to be adding a summer only limited run of a show called The Jungle Book. 
alive with magic. And here's what they write. For the summer, Discovery River will become the stage for a limited engagement show inspired by Disney's hit live-action film, The Jungle Book. It's important. Live-action film, not the animated classic. I saw the live-action film. Okay, we'll get... Hold on. All right, but I'm the, but the uh, Let me just finish. The Go Jungle ahead. Book, Live with Magic, is filled with music and special effects that celebrates the new film and the classic songs. So it's also inspired by... The classics as well. Well, but now infused with briefly. an Indian influence. May I interrupt you briefly? Sure, about of course. That? In the new live-action film, which you did not see, correct? No, 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 I'm not going to see it. Two of the songs are in it. Bear Necessities. Baloo sings Bear Necessities. Oh, good. Well, well, Bill Murray, and Christopher Walken sings a very poor version. <laughs> a very, I shouldn't say that. A very Christopher Walken version. I was going to say. We're not, uh, we're not dealing with a uh, great singer. song. Okay. I want to be like you. It's like slower. It's not as... Those are the two, as, really. I mean, those are the two songs that people would expect. Sure. Um, is there a third one that would... But those are the two big ones. Those are the two big I mean, there are other songs in the movie, but... Oh, sure, but those, right. are, the those are the two, two big ones. There's the one with the elephants marching, but that's not really... Now, what we, we don't know anything else, right? You don't know anything else about this I show. I do. You do? Okay, please do. Because okay. I have a few questions that I, that maybe you'll answer. I don't know. I, I saw the Disney, and, uh, and I'm looking at something right here off of my uh, iPhone. The Disney has put out a casting call for the new show. The listing is looking for four performers, specifically musicians proficient on Indian-style instruments that will perform live with vocalists and dancers. The instruments that will be used in the show are the... And I apologize in advance to our thousands of uh, uh, <laughs> Southeast Ind- Asian uh, listeners. Great. The tabla, the sitar, which I'm fine with. Good. The bansuri. Good luck. The dilruba. Ah, you got that one right on. And this one's a doozy. The Ravananhatha. Yeah, I'm proficient <laughs> in all of those. Uh, the show will be poor. But, you know, after that, it's it's pretty much says what you just said. You know. This is the fascinating... I did not know that. That little piece of information you just gave us there. This is the fascinating thing. But this show is supposed to start in four weeks. Right. Well, it's obviously... I mean, first you heard some they rumblings. Have casted it yet? Yeah. I mean, like Jim Hill threw out something. And, you know, you always take his stuff, his, he says, with a grain of salt. But right. he threw out there that he had heard rumblings that they, they might take the time since they... Since Rivers of Light was going to be delayed, they might take the time to add some Jungle Book elements to the Rivers of Light. Okay. I guess he was wrong about that, but what he was right well, about maybe was... Well, maybe it depends on what this is. It depends. But what they obviously were doing were thinking of some sort of way to... They wanted to get everything else in gear. They yeah. clearly wanted to. They wanted right. to do the Tree of Life thing. They wanted to do Sunset Safaris. So they had to come up with something. I am assuming that the portions of the Rivers of Light that are actually working, um, that are not having technical difficulties... They're gonna wrap, you know, some Jungle Book story around right. that, like the water screens. I just gotta play the movie on the water screens and have a few dancers run right. around the stage. Because the biggest question I had when I saw this was, are we using the theater? Oh, absolutely. The, the, but we don't know this. But I would assume so. Is this going to be a show that we sit and watch, or is it just going to be something that floats by? No, I, I, I know. I, I don't know how this is going to be in the theater. I'd be shocked. I would be too, but they're not specifying that. No, they haven't specified it. And well, also, said, well, they've said it was on Discovery River, and I don't see how you could float it by in the current state of Discovery River with all the hardware in the in the lagoon. I think they have to use the lagoon. The yeah, stuff I they would think to. so too. But then, how do you work on the issues? Well, of depends, the show, if you're using its theater space, it depends on what the issues are. That's true, and that's what we got to find out. So this is now listed as a summer-only event. We'll see. <laughs> uh, the rumors I'm hearing is that Disney is hoping to have Rivers of Light available by July 4th. I doubt that. Yeah, no, I, I think this is going to run through the, the through through the summer. Um, but we've seen nothing, no concept, nothing. Mm-hmm. We've Correct. seen nothing on this. But it's going to be something. The one thing that I that's important to note is that it is not the 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 terminology used here. Um, 
they don't use any bombastic words. They're not calling it a spectacular nighttime day ending, you know, all those things that they use for the for the the illuminations of the world. So this is going to be scaled down show, I would think. Um, they could I almost have to be considering they're kind of on the fly here. Yeah, yeah. So they're prepared for that. Um, okay, so let's move on to the next thing that we okay. know is going to happen, and that is this new Tree of Life show, which we've also seen quite a bit of video on. Yeah, I've seen a ton of video. Yeah. I've seen even video of Rivers of Light. Um, yeah, yeah. I've, we've seen some of that. Yeah. Uh, not only on, but they had the preview about a week or so ago. Now, some people we knew, uh, including our. A uh, travel agent partner was lucky enough to be there. Right. Um, and people were even broadcasting it on things like Snapchat and Periscope. So I saw Joe Rody's speech about it, um, you know, live as it was going on right. on Periscope. And I guess they were showing parts of Rivers of Light that actually worked essentially the, the water screens and some of the floating right, lanterns. Right. They do, You didn't see any of those giant floats with the animals. Which is probably where the issue is. I'm though. guessing. That, yeah. But that's, again, pure speculation. But it looked interesting and then they showed the and a water screen is just a fountain and a projector it's easy to change what's on that projection right. and i'm sure that's what they're going to use for jungle right. book um and then they also showed the tree of life thing too at the end which was i think fantastic yeah that looks really good right. and mike explain it then a little bit since you've seen more of it than i have well it's essentially i mean just, i can it, the basic it's it's very much like the uh the projector show that they do on the castle the Celebrate whatever you know, whatever it's called nowadays. Celebrate the magic, I think, where they um, you know use this projection check technology to put images on the tree of life. There were scenes from like you know uh, 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 the sunset with giraffe walking mm-hmm. across, and mm-hmm. you know things like butterflies and stuff that look like they kind of float away from the tree of life. It's very very interesting. Right. Um, and it's very not Disney oriented. I mean, there's right. no characters. There's no characters. Or, right. Not even Lion King, which I was exactly. waiting for. I was waiting for Simba, and yeah. I never got Simba. Yeah, yeah. That's um, not to say Simba won't be there someday, but he's not there now. Now this is going to be a scheduled event. That's my understanding. I that mean, happens the, the awakening m- multiple times a night, or just once a night, and then stays lit that way for the rest of the night. Is it going to oh, be? I that don't good? think it's going to stay. Well, it may stay lit in some in way. Some way. Yeah. I think the awakening Maybe the show, fireflies will stick around. And, or um, it's unclear if this is just going right. to be, okay, it's 6 o'clock, it's the awakening show, bam, here we go, and that's it, and go off to... Everybody watches it, and then everybody leaves, yeah, or I'm, does I'm it just sure go on true. through the night? I'm not sure. There might be more than one ep- one yeah. showing of it. Yeah, so that is that is something I'm really looking forward to, too. So, uh, basically... It, it, not to, to, but before we move on, I mean, I, I would think you almost have to have more than one show. That's what it sounds like to because me. Because... You just can't get that many people in front of the Tree of Life to, yeah. to see it. Just yeah. like the theater seats only 5,000, where Fantasmic seats 8,000. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's some of the, you know, illuminations obviously can handle more people than that. I mean, I think you almost have to have more than one viewing of both of these. Right. But the nature of the thing, the nature of the, of the show itself, mm-hmm. it's not a... It, it's not a. It, it can be played at any time. It's not a stage show. It's something that they could do right. every hour. They could absolutely. You know, yeah. absolutely. So, but again, we're still kind of fluid on that. We don't know exactly how this is all going to happen. Now, I got I got some heavy reading to do for the next one. All right. Because and for the next two, because one of the other things, one of the great, and we've discussed this, but now's the time really to discuss it more. This is. I mean, I'm looking forward to all the stuff we've we've named here. But the scope of these next two things are, is the thing are the things that really kind of made me go off. Oh, I'm gonna I'm going to the Animal Kingdom every night. I'm okay. There. Uh, Harambe Wildlife Party, spelled peculiarly enough, with an mm-hmm. I and not a Y. We don't know why that is. Um, on the here is the official phrase terminology from Disney. Sit back and relax for this one. On the lookout for a night you won't forget. Head to Harambe, where party animals, in quotes, have taken over the streets. Harambe, the African village within Disney's Animal Kingdom Park, just in case you didn't know that, but still listen to this podcast, is a popular daytime destination known for its excellent street musicians, stunningly beautiful theater district, vibrant marketplace, diverse eateries, and lively daytime street parties. But after the sun sets, 
Harambe's excitement soars even higher with the Harambe Wildlife Party. Be a part of this lively street festival that kicks off in the late afternoon when Afro-pop musicians the Buradika Band takes to the stage in Harambe's Old Square and performs music popular in Africa. Clap your hands and kick up your heels to the blissful beats. It's almost impossible to resist dancing in the streets. I always do. Mike does too. Wander past the main stage and the bustling marketplace to discover even more exotic entertainment just around the corner, including Muziki, located in Harambe's drum circle, the delightfully unusual Goodwill Shaman perched high atop regal stilts, invites children to join him as he plays his own instruments, dances, and makes them official drummers of the day. The Caribou Sisters, resembling regal African cranes, these three women add to the rhythm of Harambe's marketplace through elegant dance, acapella songs, and acoustic renditions of African party music. The Harambe Soccer Meerkats, which is going to be the name of my next team I play for, cheer on the village's finest soccer players as they ramble through the streets, rallying anyone within sight for a quick pickup game. I'll be there. Entertaining with comic soccer moves inspired all my soccer moves are comic but probably not for the same reason theirs are Uh, inspired by African animals and delightfully delighting with skillful acrobatic teamwork and dancing and the Harambe village acrobats I mean it just keeps coming here wearing costumes of grass beads bells and feathers set against a mosaic of African prints this troupe of skilled performers move with the synchronicity of circus performers as they drum dance tumble and climb into man-made pyramids and break away into spinning, tumbling towers. Boasting music, dance, and ever-changing landscape of performances and things to see and do, Harambe's Wildlife Party offers the excitement of an African village bursting with nonstop entertainment and surprises for all who visits. Wow. I mean, they're just filling the slate of stuff at night. Oh, you gotta do something. I mean, but... See, all the animals are gone. At 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock. Except for the ones in the safari. Except for the ones in the safari. Right. So this is sort of going to keep you busy for those six and hours. And you're going to be busy. Yeah, no, it's great. I think it's great. I mean, there's so At much the to Harlem see Harlem Trotter, Trotters of so- Soccer. Yeah, Harambe. the Harambe yeah, yeah. Soccer Meerkats. I saw, I saw, what was the three women, the uh, acapella group, what were they called again? Uh, Caribou Sisters. I saw them. Uh, they Terrific. Came, yeah, very good. Yeah. Um, and, and, I mean, it's just... You know, there's music. There's this sort of fun stuff. I mean, I mean, it, to me, it's so engaging sounding. I mean, it's you know, it's almost it's very Epcotish. It's like spending World Showcase at night. There's, right. there's a lot of entertainment, a lot of food, a lot of drink. Except that Epcot got rid of all their good entertainment at night. Oh, that's not true. But that's okay. That's, it's, no, it is true. The mariachi band's there. They're all not there at night. They end in the afternoon. Is that true? I mean, yeah, it is true. true. They don't play inside at night. No. Yeah. Not anymore. Uh, but so let's get right on to the next sure. one because this is also part of it. So it's crowded in in, in uh, Harambe and there's too many people enjoying all this crazy stuff. So how about a carnival? Discovery Island Carnival. Reveal the beauty and harmony of all the things during a jubilant jamboree inspired, inspired by carnival celebrations around the world. I'm assuming they mean the Brazilian carnival. Is mm-hmm. it spelled sure that way? Did. In the afternoon when the sun is beginning to its descent as the Disney's Animal Kingdom Park listens for the distinctive drumming of Latin and world beat rhythms as they fill the air around Discovery Island, that's when the Discovery Island Carnival, an exuberant dance party to end the day and welcome the night begins. Oh, I'm going to be cutting moves here. The Viva Gaia Street Band and the spirited like group Gaia. of island wel- islanders welcome you to a larger than life gala celebrating the world, the wonder and beauty of nature and who we are together the nature family bursting with cheerful music and spectacular costumes that take inspiration from the living creatures of the air land and sea seemingly spontaneous free-spirited jubilee winds its way from one end of discovery island to the other eventually arriving at the discovery island stage the exhilarating festivities get into full swing so it starts off almost as a parade over the course of several hours the unflinching beauty of nature is on dazzling display clap your hands dance laugh and experience unbridled joy into the evening the pulsating bass lively beats playfully outlandish outfits inspiring all around to join in the high energy excitement watch as one of the island's virtuoso musicians takes to the stage to play the paraguayan harp 
as if calling upon the animal spirits within the tree of life. In the moonlight, everyone appears to glow. It's celebration of the night and celebration of nature, and it's surely one you'll never forget. So another completely different, full slate of entertainment scheduled in another section of the park. Yeah, a lot of entertainment. I mean, maybe they could even get off kilter to play there. Yeah, maybe they could put them over in uh, in uh, Dino Land because they need something over there. Why can't they play in Carnival? I don't know how good they look in those outfits. <laughs> They're not Canadian. They could be not Brazilian too. <laughs> well, yeah, but like, why not? Sure. Uh, no, but it sounds great. Yeah, the whole thing sounds great. It does. It's really impressive. Um, so that's, I mean, that's great news. I wonder just how long before they scale it back a little bit. Uh, well, listen. <laughs> I hate to be the cynic. But. Usually that's my job. I know. I, and and I, I made a point not to say that tonight. Because, I'll take the role of it tonight. Because the one thing I do know is I'm going to see it in its glory. That's true. <laughs> so maybe by the time you get there in August, there won't be half this stuff. But uh, So the, the other thing we need to mention and and maybe we did mention it already in the past um but we but i just wanted to put it in this as well um we know also officially that tiffin's opens yes on may 27th the nomad lounge the attached lounge the attached lounge uh uh, there, a lot of the stuff we've we've talked about already. The Imagineering describes it at the interior as a gallery. You can dine in the artwork that is direct result of the travels to Africa, Asia, and South America by the Imagineers. Um, there's some there's some uh, menu items on here, um, which I think we've discussed, we've discussed already them. before, discussed right? Um, the beverage program focuses on sustainable organic wines and biodynamic um, viticulture. As well as handcrafted cocktails and beers, um, you know the Nomad Lounge is going to have beautiful waterfront views. We've known this already. Uh, plus, uh, it looks like some small tapas-style um, appetizer kind of things. Uh, so that's going to open as well. You can begin to make reservations for this. It's saying May twentieth. Right. It's when information about the reservations will be made. I have not checked that, so I assume that they're not doing um, ADRs now. But if they are, let me know. Uh, I don't. I, plan- I doubt it. They usually don't. They usually wait till the restaurant opens and they are yeah. in it for a little bit before yeah. they do ADRs. They still haven't done it for the Skipper Canteen, for example. I don't plan on going here because, um, at least not for dinner, because the food just doesn't. Again, I wait. I'm, I'm waiting for the day till they serve burgers. Scale this back. Yeah, I mean they're already talking. Not to go too far afield, but they're already talking about the Skipper Canteen scaling back the exoticness of that right. re- uh, menu. And all of these things which we've mentioned in the past, the you know spiced lamb chop with mustard greens and Sounds mint good, chutney. It does. Um, that there's a lot of things that people won't know what it is. Uh, <laughs> You know, there's and then there's things that sound exotic, like uh, you know, uh, bok choy and things like that. Mm-hmm. That that um, I, I, this, these kind of things just don't tend to last at right. Walt Disney World. Right. But neither here nor there. Um, I, I, but also for me personally, it just that I, I don't want that. So, but I do plan on head, hitting the lounge. Oh, I'm going to Tiffins because that looks good. Oh, no, I'm, and you okay. should, and I, I and you should. It's just that I, I don't. In the limited time I'm there, just so that people understand what I mean by that, um, we're actually only there for a couple of days. Right. I'm there for a, a while, but I'm going to be with just my son, who's only 14 months old, while my wife is at a conference. So we'll be going kind of sporadically back right. and forth. I'll be there for eight and days. And we'll be staying off park off right. property for most of this time so we're spending the weekend at the animal kingdom lodge and that's when i'm just going to go over here every night friday mm-hmm. saturday night just hitting it and it's also gonna be very crowded um so i don't really plan on standing in too many lines yeah we'll be there for for eight days so yeah yeah we'll so you with, and uh, you'll also be there in a lower a, a, a lower crowd time so you'll be able August, to see this right. but what excited me so much about this is everything we're seeing here other than the 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 fast pass plus i need to make for kilimanjaro safaris none of the rest of these new things they all sound great and they all sound very accessible even on a really crowded day yeah so yeah, it's absolutely. perfect for yeah, the summer stuff absolutely. it really is perfect for a summer for a summer uh, slate of of uh, new things. So, so anything else you want to mention about Memorial Day before we move on to Memorial Day? No. Okay, we got one more thing we're going to mention in a little bit, um, but about, we'll come back to that. Right now, we want to. There's another thing in local news that you didn't mention. Yeah, go ahead to bring up. Do you know? I mean, this is kind of very low in the scale of importance. Do you know what Cementosaurus is? No. 
You don't know who Cementosaurus is? No. Am I supposed to? Yes. Okay. I'm ashamed of you, actually. No. It's the giant dinosaur that leads into Chester and Hester's. You know the one you walk under? And- oh, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm, you just made that name up. By I the did way. not. I'll show you the right here. Just, uh, never mind. Cementosaurus apparently is going from bright orange to green at some point over the next couple of weeks. They're kind of they're painting him. Yeah, they're changing the color of it. Isn't that weird? Well, the orange was fading. Okay, but why? Why put? I mean, the the greenness, but I guess maybe be a little bit more realistic looking. I guess so. The 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 the, the, the like real the sort of, of the real sort of strange thing about it is you would think that the orange would look better sun sun swept than the green. The green yeah. would fade much quicker, I would think. Orlando Park News report that I did there yesterday. I forget which, but um, that within the next couple of weeks it's going to be painted green. Cementosaurus. Yeah, cementosaurus. You're nuts. Anyway, that was. I just wanted to bring that. All right, up. so let's go through the uh, the the world news, and then we'll come back to this last bit of sure, news. sure. I got a few things here to discuss, Dave. We're going to go to Disney Springs and the land, but first, we're going to talk about the biggest biggest fraud perpetrated perpetrated on the Disney public, and that is free dining is back. Oh yeah! Disney has announced, and we won't be there. Free dining is back again, even though they hate it. It's coming back. Um, and why do I say it's a fraud? All you have to do is listen to the first five words that I'm about to say. When you buy a non-discounted five-night, six-day Walt Disney travel package that includes a room at select resorts and ticket with Park Hopper or the uh, Water Park Fun and More option, you get free dining. And that is for most arrivals between August and the beginning, uh, late August to October 1st. A little bit around Thanksgiving. I'm not going to give you all the dates. Look them up, and then you know mid December before the big holidays. Um, you have to book it between April 25th and July 8th. And if you stay at any resort besides one of the value resorts, you get the um, you know the basic Disney dining plan. Um, if you stay at the value resorts, all you get is the quick service dining plan. Apparently, they have very limited number of rooms, and in many cases, the dates are already gone. If you haven't you haven't booked yet, um, you're better for of course. When you're, you know, like me on Twitter, as soon as this gets announced, every travel agent in the world is throwing, hey, free dining's back, and mm-hmm. blah, 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 trying to drum up business. I understand it. Um, you know, people seem to, they see the word free, and they just assume it's great. Um, you know, I suggest, and we'll, let's not talk about it now, but I suggest you actually, you know, crunch the numbers to see if it really works for you. Um, but anyway, that's announced, as well as a couple of other... Um, Promotions back to school savings. It's a room discount. You save up to twenty five percent on some hotels, and it's uh, for most nights between August twenty sixth and November fifth. It seems to me that twenty five percent off of your room, if you, unless you eat a lot, would probably be the better deal, especially or especially for two people um, in a room. I would think. Um, We've always said that. Yeah. Uh, there's an early fall kid size package. It's a three night kind of thing. It's only at All Star Resorts, and it comes with a two day tickets. You know, check out. You know, check these things out. And then there's a late summer family time, which is a four day, four night length of stay for a family of four. It includes uh, rooms again only at the All Star Resorts, and includes a base ticket. So check right. out some of these deals that are out there now. But free dining, of course, was the biggie. Mm-hmm. Any comment on the free dining? Absolutely none. None that we haven't said a million times That's before. True. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's a good deal by any means. But and, and Disney, anyone should tell you that, and any good travel agent should tell you that. Right. And Disney, any good travel agent at least should help you crunch the numbers. Yep. Because in in most instances you can get a decent uh, deal on a room that very well may be better than getting the quote unquote free dining. Exactly. Anyway. Um. You want me to move on to the next story? Please. All right. Epcot has announced some things for us. That is Soaring Around the World, which is now officially the name for the new Soaring. It will open on June 17th, which is one day after the show premieres at Shanghai Disney. So they're waiting for the day after Shanghai Disney premieres the new Soaring. There, you, you can go on there. You can see some, um, some test footage of it. But they've announced that you will fly over the Great Wall of China, Sydney Harbor in Australia, Monument Valley, uh, the Great Pyramids of Egypt, the Matterhorn, and the Eiffel Tower, as well as some other things. Um, And that is opening on June 17th. Disney also announced 
that the Frozen Ever After attraction is opening in June also, although they were not giving you a specific date. I would assume it's probably right around this time, but it's not. We don't know for sure. And um, they gave you some more information of this attraction. A stone archway greets guests to the kingdom of Arendelle, where Queen Elsa and, you know, all the others join them on a boat journey through the frozen willow forest, past Troll Valley, and up to the North Mountain to Elsa's Ice Palace. The composers, uh, Bobby Lopez and Kristen Anderson Lopez, who of course won a, I believe, Grammy and Oscar and, you know, quite a few things for this, created new lyrics to the original film songs and all of the original voice talent, including, um, you know, the actors from the film have returned to record the dialogue and the songs for the attraction. And then after that, guests can go and meet the sisters at the Royal Summer House, which Disney, of course, makes a point of saying was inspired by a cabin found in the countryside of Norway. Um, so that is coming to Epcot in June. Yay! I'm interested in the new Soren. That should be pretty good. When is that open? June 17th. June, wait, hold on, hold on. You nice. threw me for a loop there. Did I say 16th or 17th? I'm sorry. Yeah, so 17th. I'll be missing that. Shanghai Disney yeah. opens June 16th. I'm, I'm interested in the new Soren too. That was one of those things that as soon as it opened, everybody knew this was going to happen eventually over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, right. You right. know, it you was... couldn't do California forever. Right, right? yeah. So, so, yeah, it's exciting. It's it's, it's cool. And, and I like digital, so it'll hold up better. The, yeah. I, I'm also interested to see what they do with the queue because it was one of the worst queues on earth. You, you know what? You know what? is great about it conceptually you know from a from sort of a macro point of view Mm -hmm. is here was an incredibly successful incredibly popular attraction and never lost any of its popularity and yet it still went down for an improvement and let's see if it turns out to be a plussing because at Epcot recently, we don't have the greatest track record in actually improving things I don't see how it cannot be a plus we'll see yeah, okay, I, I agree. I, I agree. Um, believe me, I'm not. I'm not down right. on this one. I think this is a slam dunk. Just, uh, just putting it digital, so exactly. we don't have the. I mean, I, I exactly. started to get kind of. Oh, you. So it was very grainy. Had a lot of bad. imperfections in the yeah. film. Absolutely, there was. Yeah, but let's see. It's it's great. Great news. I can't wait to see it. I just hope Putty's still there for the opening. I, I do I, too. I doubt they would change the. It's nice so job, iconic. Pal. Yeah, I imagine they gotta have that. that. He, does he mention California in this? In the I don't think so. No. So it would translate all right. It but should. anyway. All right, let's move on. That's all we care about is Putty. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Putty. <laughs> Disney has shared a uh, new concept video of the signature attraction at the new Toy Story Land, the family coaster called Slinky Dog Dash. And the attraction features a co- coaster track that Andy has built all over his backyard using his mega coaster play kit. On the Slinky Dog Dash, you'll zip, dodge, and dash around many turns and drops as Andy has created that Andy has created, excuse me, to really make Slinky and his coils stretch to the limits. So it is, obviously the conceit of this land is that you have been shrunken down to toy size. Cool. And Andy has left all of his toys out in the yard and you get to play with them. Yeah, I saw this concept and I really liked it. It's not bad. It's neat. It's not bad. I, yeah. th- I think, you know, people have compared it to Goofy's Barnstormer. It seems much more comp- much more. It seems more Snow White to me. I, uh, well, except for the slow down and see some animatronics. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, it seems more on that scale than the Barnstormer yeah, scale. I agree with you. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe the con- maybe it, the conceptual um, press release, you know, not press release, but the I know what the, you mean. It's also more out in the open, and it, yeah. it looks more like you know you're sort of covering. So it's the bigger. Land. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Anyway, the second attraction will be the Alien Swirling Saucers. This attraction is designed as a toy playset that Andy got from Pizza Planet. Inspired by the first Toy Story film, aliens are flying around in their toy flying saucers and trying to capture your rocket toy vehicle with the claw. As you rotate around the toy planets and satellites as part of the game, you will swirl to beat the fun to space jazz music developed just for this experience. The music, lighting, and sound effects will add to the flurry, flurry of your adventure while the claw looms ominously over you. Cool idea. It's not bad. I mean, it's a flat ride, I think, from yeah. what I look at. Yeah. But it looked, yeah. you know, spruced up. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah, no, I like it. But anyway, so you can go check out some of that uh, concept uh, photos and as well as a video of the Slinky Dog Dash. Yeah. Over in Disney Springs, Dave, they've announced that uh, next month three new gourmet kiosks are opening. Oh, I am not going to go through all of the menus, but they look Thank God. fantastic. What are they called? BB Wolf's Sausage Company. Love it. Where's that going to be? 
It's going to be. It's all Dizzy Springs. This yeah, one but, is but going where, to. Do they give you a location as to where? Uh, and... we, hold on. Oh, reel it in, reel it in, cowboy. <laughs> Across from T Rex on the recently opened Marketplace Causeway is this one. Uh, on know, the Causeway. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's a kiosk. Nice. Um, I'm going to give you some of the ones because they, they sound so good. A three little pigs. It's a trio of sausages, each yeah. with the different toppings. Yeah. There's the Reuben, which is bacon wrapped and has so black bean me. salsa and chili cheese. Oh, come on! I, I really hope there is also a kiosk next that to that indig- sells tums. That, I was going to say that's indigestion, just waiting. Portuguese sausage with pickled vegetable slaw and chili mustard. A sweet hot sausage with peppers, onions, and marinara. And there's a you know it's a Bavarian sausage sandwich, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Another one, Aristo Crepes, which is going to sell crepes. This is all sorts of, I mean, this one, I mean, I'm drooling over this one. A (laughs) s'mores crepe with marshmallow cream, chocolate sauce, and graham cracker crumbs. Uh, one with ban- banana with Nutella and salted caramel and key lime cheesecake. Do they one. sell Lipitor on the side? <laughs> they also sell uh, savory ones. There's like a uh, there's one with uh, beef horseradish cream and oh you know, my cheddar. God. A vegetarian one. A turkey with brie and dried cranberries. Uh, of one. course, you need one of those. Yeah. So, um, man, oh man, those sound good. Yeah. Th- that's going to be near the Rainforest Cafe on the Marketplace Causeway. Okay, and when? That one is opening. I'm sorry. I apologize, Dave. The first one, the sausage one, is May 15th. Oh, yes. This one is May 22nd. Oh, right. And last but not least, this one doesn't have a date yet, but um, this could be the best of the lot. Oh, no. The da- I think it might be the most popular. The Daily Poutine, which is gourmet fries with four varieties of toppings oh. on thick French cut fries. Oh, if you haven't had There's poutine the... in Montreal, you haven't lived, <laughs> my I'm gonna friends. Give, I'm going to give you the, all of them. Oh, this, this is just death. There's just four. This is There's the classic, which has beef poutine gravy oh, God. and cheddar cheese curds. Yeah. There's the Latin with fried yucca, black beans, pulled pork, and oh, no. queso fresco. <laughs> There's the Italian that has basically mozzarella and bolognese sauce. Oh, wow. And there's the French that has a mushroom cream sauce and Goyer cheese. Oh, God, I'm going to die. Those all sound... Uh, I'm not a big mushroom fan, but besides that one, I'm all in on all of those. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't gone to a poutine, poutine joint in Montreal, you just haven't lived. It's It's just disgusting eating at its finest, so hopefully they can come up to a decent standard. Yeah, hopefully it's good. Yeah, yeah. Just got to bring in some French Canadians to take care of it for us, and I'm sure they will. Just a couple more quick ones, Dave. Yeah. Disney World's 22-acre solar facility went live yesterday, bringing five megawatts of power generation to the resort and its partners, and it is shaped, of course, as a giant Mickey, all the solar panels. I haven't seen a picture of that. I'll oh yeah, that you up. can find it. It's, okay, it's. Um, I know that they've been that that project has been in construction for right. a while. It's, so. it's operated by Duke Energy. Yeah, let me see which, if I get. There's forty eight thousand solar panels. Wow, basically the equivalent Holy. of around a thousand residential rooftops. I was just going to say that's like a whole town. It's located. I'm sorry, here it is, just outside of Epcot, not far from. Epcot. Wow, that's insane. Yeah, very so very cool. I threw, figured I'd throw that in there just as because it's conservation sort of oriented. Yeah, no, that's great. Dave, what do you think? Uh, one, 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 well, two more. The first one, real quick. This has happened a little while ago, but we never talked about it. Tom Staggs is leaving the company. Oh, yes, we didn't talk about we that. We did not. And we I wanted to break that, that up. I, what were your thoughts on Mr. Staggs leaving? Um, Whether he's been forced to leave or stepping down. Yeah, voluntarily. I was. Um, my thoughts are, are, are difficult to put into words. Um, I have. How about interpretive dance? I have not been. <laughs> I could do that. I have not, especially with the music playing in the background. <laughs> I have not been um, uh, quiet about my displeasure with the way um, this regime has gone about things, especially at the parks. Um, mm-hmm. And from a, a lot of it is from a creative point of view, which I don't really think Stags has a whole lot to do with. Um, but the other thing is the cost-cutting measures along with the incredible ticket prices that have gone up over his tenure as a top executive at Disney's parks. Um, I am happy to see him go, to be honest with you. I, I, don't, I, I can't point to any single one thing... Uh, that I could say has been great 
Um, the park has been, um, you know, obviously all the parks have gone through serious upgrades during these times and changes. Um, Snow White Coaster? Yeah, some of them better than others. Uh, but there's well, the reason I bring up Snow White Coaster is that he that is was his. Yeah, I understand. Credited with saying we're not, we can't have all of these meet and greets. We need something more than that, and made them put the Snow White Coaster. And that's he's generally con- considered to be credited with that decision. But go ahead. Sure, but which but, was a good one. Sure, but um, the other things, right. the other changes that have been made, um, the cutbacks. Uh, y- you know. <laughs> I'm just I'm I, I'm I I just think this is a very um, not creatively driven team across the board uh, from Iger on its way down. They purchase uh, stuff. They oh, it's all they do. Star yep. Wars, yep. Marvel. Yep, and then they beat you Avatar, over the head, and then they beat right. you over the head with it. And uh, Tom Staggs is really good at beating you over the head with some of this stuff. So I, I'm I'm happy to see him go. I, I hope it means think- something. I uh, it obviously means that he was not going to become the next CEO, which well, is what people opined about for the last couple of years. Well, th- I think that was clear that he was becoming it. I think that was clear that that was Bob Iger's. What I'm hearing, and this is from you know certainly not very reliable sources, you know. Newspaper right. articles online. It's stuff. difficult to to really come up with anything. That here. Some of the major shareholders, i.e., like Ike Pullmutter, who is a Marvel guy, and he's right. I think he's second or third largest shareholder now, behind maybe Steve Jobs's uh, widow, or, or, or he could be. Yep, he's one of the biggies. Uh, he got it from Marvel. He's very much a cost conscious person, right? And. Some of what you hear is that Staggs is taking the fall for A, Shanghai Disney being way over budget. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember the last time they built anything that wasn't over budget. Right. And when they were taking a whole theme park, you know it's going to be way over budget. I'm sure Avatar is going to be over budget, you know, whatever. Right. But we don't know what the budget's really No, we don't know. But, but yeah. And number two is the whole Magic Band My Disney Experience disaster this point you almost have to call it a disaster because now they're saying we're not going to bother putting it in california or asia or it's going to be limited to florida they're they're cutting their they're cutting their losses on it already already right um it's a failure there's there's no way to say otherwise and it's a humongous failure it was a waste of two billion dollars or 1.5 billion or whatever it turned out to be right and and that kind of thing uh that that kind of measure doesn't come from an imagineer Oh that, no! That kind of yeah, oh, that, that kind of idea. Yeah, so that, so uh, you can assume it came from that that area of the company. Right. We don't know for sure, but he's the one that yeah shepherded. I mean that that was the big project of his time, Mike. I mean that was the big. Iger's got to take some hit for that too. I mean I'm sure, sure. that wasn't done without his saying. Oh let's go, that's a good idea. Let's do it. Of course, right. of course. But, but he's not he's not gonna they're not gonna can him. Right, but but like because you they're said, making a boatload of money with him. I mean this was a right. failure, but. I mean, just the purchase of Star Wars alone and Marvel have—I mean—they're rolling in cash just from exactly. that. Exactly, Iger's job goes way beyond the parks. In fact, right. the parks is a small portion of of Iger's, which job. is one of our criticisms that we've always—I right. mean, exactly—we like Michael Eisner to a degree because he was always park centric. Iger, not so much. And I wouldn't just also say park centric; I would say creative centric. He well, was—he tried my, m- 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 Michael Eisner. Was more interested in saying this is what I've created as opposed to Iger, who says this is what I've made. Uh, oh, yeah, and Iger, uh, this a movie is how guy. much I've made. I mean, I know Eisner was a movie guy, but Eisner was yeah. much more interested in the theme parks. That was more of a pet project for him. Sure, Iger is much more interested in the movie division. Much more. I mean, Eisner wanted to take properties. And beat you over the head with them and make direct to videos, the disasters, and all. We all know all that. But all those direct video disasters are were the result of an initial creative success that was Disney's property. And that was the difference between him and right. Iger. And Iger wanted to bring wants to bring a you know it's almost as if Iger said, These guys we, we need other people to be creative. Right, it's the whole the Avatar movie. thing. Yep. I mean, why, why why did they spend all those hundreds of millions of dollars for That's Avatar? That's the best example. For some example. reason, Iger just sa- says to himself, What we, do I buy? You know, peep, the general populace, they're too dumb to really care about Mystic Manor or whatever. Right. We have to put the, the blue aliens. Everybody knows them. They're, you know, they'll buy those t-shirts. Movies. Right. So we got to get that in the park. We right. can't make up our own stuff. 
yeah, it, it's crazy. Right. I'm, I'm, you know, we've gone, we've gone over it a million times. <laughs> so I'm happy but to we see him go. We haven't brought up Stags uh, leaving. I'm happy company. to see him go. It'll be interesting to see. I'm all Who for steps it. in? Well, I mean, it depends. Like, if I mean, if I mean, God forbid, somebody like Ike Pullmaner comes in. I mean, he's all about. It's going to be a lot worse. Yeah, Ho- hopefully that's true. it's hopefully it's somebody good. That's true, but um, cost conscious isn't always bad. Uh, you know, it, it's it, it, one thing isn't, you know, I, I don't expect Disney to spend wantonly on <laughs> on, on everything they do. So no, I could see there's... where he would have an issue, especially with Shanghai. And I appreciate that issue. Yeah, that, I understand that. But there's a certain I mean, there's a certain mindset to a CEO, for example, that would say, why would we spend a single dime? On adding anything to Walt Disney World when it makes when money. people flock in anyway. So I mean, exactly. Star Wars Land. That's it. We're not building a new attraction for another fifty years until you prove to me that, that it's we worth our it. money. Yeah. Why are we spending right? Uh, you know, six hundred million dollars to build a state of the art roller coaster when people are flocking in here and giving yeah, us. Yeah, I guess for that a, day you you can have that. I guess that day could come, but absolutely. But considering. Considering the um, the history of the company, I doubt a person like that would end up getting that job. Yeah, because I just think that the that everybody involved, even on the board level, knows mm-hmm. what what this company's legacy is, and would be more concerned about quality. You right. know, yeah, in, in a long time. Anyway, one so, more quick news story. Yeah, and to do it, we're going to play America's favorite. Yeah. Song. Do I need a pen and paper for this one? You 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 decide. Okay. Um, this comes from. I was going to actually talk about this, but uh, our a listener Natasha Jameson emailed oh, us. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, and yeah. recommended this. Okay, and knowing that you know absolutely nothing about prices of everything, nothing. Even though I'm pretty sure ninety-eight point seven percent of our listeners know what the answer to this is. <laughs> okay, I'm going to bring it up. So it's obviously not animal Disney kingdom related. After hours. This yeah, is a nighttime yeah. event, right? That I is taking a place small wind of this in April and May of this year. You, for the price of something, we'll get to that in a moment. Right. You get three hours. It's a very limited number of tickets. A few thousand people. Who are the people? Well, whoever, Anyone? Whoever pays the money? Anyone? Sure. Okay. Um, pays a certain price. Which is what you have to guess. Mm-hmm. You uh, there's about 25 attractions open, including all the biggies: Haunted Mansion, Pirates, the Mountains, all of them. Or uh, most of the big meet and greets. Um, okay. You get free ice cream novelties. Nice. Okay, throughout, as well as uh, soda pop and other drinks. Okay. Not obviously not alcoholic or anything of, of you know basically soda. Um, and you know, a couple of the the their Casey's Corner is open, Main okay. Street Bakery, but okay. those aren't free. You I mean if you want a sure, dog, sure, sure. pie dog. Um, how much you? Oh, it's three hours. That's it. That's it. Okay. However, so it, on nights the, the park closes. Okay. There's a few nights where the park closes at ten, so you get from ten to one, and uh, on other nights it's from eleven to two. However, okay. your ticket for this will. They will allow you into the park at 7 p.m. So you can get there before, you get there three hours or four hours before the park closes. But you can't go on the rides? No, you can. It's much like if you buy like a uh, Mickey's Not So Scary, um, the party starts at 7. But okay. you're allowed to enter the park with your ticket at 4 and just enjoy the park. Right, okay. But you're not alone. And right. the, And the free, and, and by alone, I mean one of the few thousand. And everybody and, else has to leave. Right. And not okay. and you don't have any So you must the, get like a special I'm wristband sure you do. or something like that. And you don't get the free ice cream okay. and soda and okay. stuff. Dave, how, how much does that three hours cost? So all you're paying for is this three hours. Correct. You don't have to be a annual pass holder or anything like that. Correct. Three hours plus an additional three hours, six to six. It's, so let's say we get as much as six hours a day. Park pass now is a hundred bucks. Uh, this sounds like it should be in the wheelhouse of a party, like the not so scary, or the uh, it should be in that price range. And I think that was probably 
Christ, the last time I did, sorry about that. The last time I, um, I did uh, a park was uh, one of those. It was probably 55 bucks or 60. So it's probably more like above 65, but under 80. Okay. So you wait, saying seventy, and then you saying? get, and then you get free ice cream, ice cream, drinks. but you don't get a parade. You don't get a parade. Uh, uh, I'm assuming they don't say anything about wishes. I don't know, but it's a hundred dollars now. I guess there's probably wishes before the park closes to everybody else. Um, you got to add a lot because that's what this new thing. Uh, Ninety dollars, hundred and forty-nine dollars, hundred and forty-nine dollars. Now you're for four hours. You're three. Your perplexion. In your uh, dumbfounded look, and if the, this was a video cast, you would see Dave he, mouth just, wide open. I, I look like a dog with somebody <laughs> playing a uh, horn. You're not the only one. Uh, apparently, it is sold so poorly that, that they've cut the price. <laughs> well, we're getting there. The first night they gave to DVC people for free, and they were giving. See, that's where to, I got a wind of it. They were giving they were out doing to tra- travel agents. Yeah. And just the other day, they announced that if you have an annual pass, you can buy one for half price. But still, I mean, so they're not. If you're an doing annual, all that well. If you're an annual pass holder, I think I don't. I think this is not going to much go past these seven or eight dates or wherever. If you're an annual pass holder, why on God's green earth would, would you, you spend seventy five dollars more to go in for three hours when you spend hundreds? On this pass. Right. Because I mean, that's you, just insulting. Because the, the three hours that you get... $75, $25 right. an hour for what? To get some lo- right. low lines? Because when you do the... the, the as you were um, comparing it to the parties, mm-hmm. that's actually not a bad deal. For 70 bucks. No, it's not a great deal, but get, it's not, yeah. It's not bad in, in this in this manner. You get there at 7, you're there till like 12 o'clock or so. You get all the extra party stuff. Right. It's generally speaking less crowded so you can ride more things. Plus, they always allow you in the park at 4 o'clock. Right. But the, the, but the thing that makes it a good deal is that as opposed to a lot of these other dopey hard ticket items like the dessert parties and things like that, you also don't need to buy park admission. That's what I mean. So if you're a local, you can just right. buy this and show you, up. Right. You don't need to buy park admission for right. this either. Um, but $150 is, is crazy. more than the park admission. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, I, I don't think they're, this is going to last long because, like I said, they were I ha- passing, them out, passing them out free to DVC. I can't figure out who would who would do it because if 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 I you're if you're just want to come at, at night for you know in the middle of the summer and you're going to come at night, I mean I guess I understand that if it's in the middle of the summer you might want to try to cut it you know get, get into the Magic Kingdom for a few hours without the lines, but locals aren't going to do this. Why would a local spend hundred and fifty dollars no, to come in for a night? They're not gonna yeah. you know. I mean, maybe if you were there for two days, that's weird. You buy a one day yeah, pass like Epcot, weird. and this that's this weird. way at least you can en- maybe enjoy your resort in the morning and get through most of the stuff that you want to see in a sure. one day. It, I, anyway, sir. Anyway, let's Go finish ahead. off with the final bit of news, and this is Disney Conservation Fund news. Um, and I'll just I'll just read off to you most of the press release here. Um, the Disney Conservation Fund, in honor of its 20th anniversary, announced a targeted philanthropic strategy to help protect the planet by collaborating with leading nonprofit organizations that will help threaten wildlife and inspire a lifelong love of nature in young people. The new initiative, called Reverse the Decline, Increase the Time, is aimed at reversing the decline of 10 threatened species through scientific research, community engagement, and increasing the time kids spent in nature to inspire them to care for the planet. And then there's a lot of specific information in this press release as well. The other thing I wanted to mention was that as part of reverse decline, Disney is supporting a network of leading conservation nonprofit organizations to develop strategic plans to aim to reverse the decline of 10 species. Those are elephants, Mm -hmm. butterflies, coral reefs, Tamarin monkeys, great apes, sea turtles, sharks and rays, which are actually two species, but well, it's not. It's clibble. a family, though. It's, I don't want to pronounce it, but cranes. The same family. Yeah, I know cranes, rhinos, and tigers. So strange. It's it sounds as if um, Disney's going. To, the conservation fund is going to continue to work with, and it, it says it later on. It's going to continue to work with its normal grant process mm-hmm. and offer these other kind of grants, but it's going to focus itself a little bit more specifically on these 
10 um, species of animals, these families of right. animals. Um, and there's a lot of information in here about what specifically they're going to do and what the, the different kind of, um, you know, threats face to all mm-hmm. of them. We know most of them already. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I, I just, before I let Mike off on this, because he knows a lot more about it than I could ever imagine I would, um, I don't, without knowing the specific workings of what they're going to do with these 10 species and why they what the process was to choose them and why they feel that this is going to help them, um, you know, help, I guess, increase the amount of tangible, um, you know, positive work that they Mm -hmm. feel they're doing. I mean, I guess, I guess they feel like they're spreading themselves out too thin. So they want to get into these 10 different things. I mean, we can debate all day long, the purpose behind that. Um, the one thing I've always said is that what Disney can do and the one, place where disney can be the leader in conservation is by using its influence to um positively affect the way young kids think of wildlife and the way they think of the world and nature around them and um i'm I'm happy to hear that they are finally using that verbiage in their sort of uh mission statement for the conservation fund to do um, not finally because they always have but to but to put it in here as saying this is one of the things that we want to do is inspire young people to do this um, so Mike uh, I, I'm sure you've read about this yeah. more than I have I've only read the press release and I've read a f- I've seen a few interview things and the new book is sort the of new, part of this right too, the new book is I part get my hands of right. but anyway the, I'm, I'm sad to say <laughs> That my first reaction was a very selfish one. And that is, my first reaction to this was, oh darn, Dave is now winning the three little ones, two big ones, What you know, the New Year's resolution. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure this was one of your resolutions, like more of a focus on, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that was my first. <laughs> I wasn't even going to mention that. And I'm a terrible human being. <laughs> I also thought it was kind of strange to focus on 10 things. I mean, because there are... Yeah, I don't know the purpose behind Other that. things out there that, you know, need help too, like uh, pollinators, like cheetahs, like, you know, right. some of the other things. Now, granted, they are going to, no pun intended, to still do the usual grant mm-hmm. process. So, you know, when pe- people apply, if they're, you know, studying honeybees or whatever, and they, they can apply for the grant, they're going to get it. They're not going to only give it to coral reef people or whatever. But it's it, we'll have to see more as to what they are act- what this actually means. Does this mean, you know, at Rafiki's Planet Watch, there'll be some more stuff about these 10 things and, you know, in the parks and in, like, some of the pamphlets and literature and stuff like that? Um, I guess that's okay. And, you know, the other thing that I have always said, though, is that if you... You know, people love certain things. They love gorillas. They love tigers. They love elephants. And you can't, you can't possibly um, get people to donate money for everything exactly. that needs our help. Exactly. And but having said that, when you protect an elephant, or you know, or you know, you you protect the forest that they're living in, and all of the little insects and bees and reptiles that are also endangered mm-hmm. and, but nobody knows a thing about also get protected right uh, the coral reefs another example if you protect the coral reef you're protecting all the fish and all of the uh, anemones mm-hmm. and all of the other things that that live in the coral reef so you know i think anything that they can do to help these kinds of thing is is great I, i'd be curious as to see why they chose those particular 10 um certainly none of the 10 are you know not endangered and don't need help I just, I'm curious as to what the process was for those 10 um, I mean I can guess on some of them uh, for example I know that uh, Joe Rody is getting involved with elephant and stuff so right. I'm, I'm, assuming, I'm assuming that's why he's there I mean that's why that's there um, you know they do a lot of sea turtles around there right they do a lot of stuff at Vero Beach so I'm assuming right. that's probably had something to do with that and mm-hmm. you know Disney is you know, always had uh, you know gorillas at the park, so that's you know why. But you know, why yeah. butterflies, for example? Yeah, that, I, I, that's to me. Or coral reefs. Well, coral reefs, I guess, because of the living seas. I mean, they could do a lot there. Right. 
you know, that's for what terms of information yeah. and stuff like that. So I, you know, it goes hand in hand. I guess. Yeah, I mean, to me, that's the one part of this uh, whole thing, and and it's probably the biggest change. Um, but it's the one thing that really was kind of puzzling, and it's also the one thing that I, f- I feel like I got to reserve judgment on because I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what they're and doing, and I don't know what if this is going to mean that all of those other funds, like the Grevy Zebras, or 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 name the other ones we've talked about in the past that have been right. recipients of this money, are they now going to see less money? I hope not. I hope not. Um, I hope this just means that that Disney's going to focus some more of their in park attention and things like that on these, or yeah. maybe. And by in park attention, I don't just mean marketing tools and things like that, but also the scientists and the researchers that they have on staff mm-hmm. might take a certain um, role here in one of these things. The other part, the increase the time part of this, you know, halt the decline or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, it re- re- reversed the decline is referring to this initiative of um, all these sort of community outreach programs, which are great, which are great. and and I think that that is a a terrific idea and one that Disney can really do some important work with. Yeah, and, and I, I agree. That's might maybe even the more important one. I I think so too. Getting kids out in the yard and lifting up a, a you know a, right. a, a log and seeing the bugs and worms and salamanders and sure, stuff. yeah, it gets them excited about stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. A, any any kind of. Um, you know, a, initiative into children-related uh, information, uh, you, you know, whatever it may be, that's all really good, and I think Disney can do that mm-hmm. absolutely just as well as it can do any of these other things that we've mentioned. So uh, so that's the other kind of big news that came out on um, on Earth Day. And i got to get my hands on that book. And, and we still haven't gotten hands on the book. Uh, it's, but, on them, you know, I, it has, it's on the park shopping thing. What, what are they waiting for? I don't know. Yeah, Is it in the park? Oh, yeah, you can see it. It's in the stores now, yeah. All right, well, I'll get you one. You think it'll be at Disneyland? I, that's a good question. I, I'll I, look and see. I don't know. If they, if, if, they, if it is, I will I will bring one home for you. <laughs> there you go. Uh, anyway, I guess that'll do it, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so uh, I, as, as Mike alluded to many times, I will be away next week, so it'll be a couple of weeks before you hear another show. If many you have, times being one time. If you have any questions <laughs> or comments about the show, feel free to email me. I can be reached at jomboeveryone at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to go via the Twitters, you can reach Mike at jomboeveryone. I am at Radio Harambe. You can also find us on Facebook um, by searching Jumbo Everyone. You can do all this by going to our website, jumboeveryone.com, and then clicking on the little icons there. Uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in once again to Radio Harambe for day for <laughs> Safari Mike. I'm Dave McBride. Guaharini, go well, and thank you for listening to Radio Harambe. <laughs> Ata melele Amir Kwa 